Me, 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 me. I've got the recording started so we can All right. kick off at any point. I will kick it off by saying welcome to Robots with Coffee, the musical starring me, Paul, and co-starring me, Jesse. That's right. And uh, it was written and directed by Philip Glass. Actually, I wanted to call this video, I wanted to call this call 10 Things You Didn't Know About Skyrim. Go. <laughs> 10 Things You May Have Missed About Skyrim. 10 Things You May Have Missed. 10 Things We'd Like to Talk Down to You About, about Skyrim. <laughs> so, uh, to start things off, I got a package in the mail yesterday. Uh-huh. An, an unexpected package that uh, contained a page of original art by Brendan Cahill from Transformers Robots in Disguise, uh, issue number seven, which is the issue where we, I can't remember the guy's name now, the guy with the big cannon arm, Turmoil, Turmoil. shows up with his ship. And Wheeljack sneaks aboard to find out Mm -hmm. that they have some sort of time machine on the ship that is that was created by a bunch of aliens that turmoil then murdered things go south for wheeljack but he uh he makes his way out in a very wheeljack sort of way and it is a gorgeous piece of art it's page number 10 i think those are the four those are the 16 panels by brendan cahill right and so you got it from someone cool i bet someone really nice (laughs) Have you been sitting on that one for a while? So, no, well, uh, another artist from that series was having sort of like some sales in the last couple months. And I bought some pages and I was running out of space. And Robots with Coffee, Eric, is also a huge fan of the Wheeljack. And I've already given him a page. Mr. Cahill, he, he was, I bought some pages off of him at a show or a couple of shows. And the pages I always bought from him were just very reasonably priced mm-hmm. if not more like wow and especially pages from that issue which are just fantastic and i just could not pass up getting those pages from him um so i couldn't decide you know i was like it's kind of like i said i was running out of space and i didn't want to like i don't want to drill more holes in the apartment and um i just wanted to share so well, and, I, I greatly appreciate it this is my first piece of uh original art yeah, and I will find it would be something I would take to my home, my my office to put mm-hmm. up. Yeah, uh, but I don't know when I'm going back to my office, so maybe I'll pin it up in the home office. I I don't know how um, Brendan Cahill sells this stuff online if he does, but I if you see him at a show when we have shows again or anything like that. Um, I encourage you to look for the that stuff pages from those issues because it's just hard to choose. Those are those are just such, such great layouts, and he has them priced really well. At least he did. So you know, at the time I couldn't pass it up. I was really grateful. Kind of, I'm not running out of room, but you know, I like to display. I don't really display them all. I don't splurge on these either. You know, so it's not like I can just willy nilly hand them out or like just buy any piece I want. But you know, I thought, oh, you know who doesn't, you know, who use a page is Jesse. So there you go. And it sat in a box in my apartment in the corner away from any, you know, I wasn't breathing towards it. I thought maybe it's been enough time, you know, to, to sit here during quarantine where any germs, any Paul germs might have expired on it on the surface. Because you remember how we were all worried about surface things? Yeah. 
which it um, turns out is maybe not as big a worry. Yeah. So now I can lick everything again. So, <laughs> so I was I was concerned about that. But I was doing that too. I was making some of those puzzle drawings. Right. And I, I let them sit in the apartment for like two weeks and then put like away from everything. And then um, I put a stamp on them and I sent them out to a couple people with kids. And it's like, you can hold off on opening this if you want. <laughs> just just to reduce the, just, just you know, for the paranoia of, of um the pandemic but yeah so you got you got a page and that's cool that is cool thank you again yeah. I, I declared it was cool i'm just glad that you got it <laughs> you know if you have any like wedding photos or family photos just push them to the side and put up that page i'm <laughs> sure your family will be okay with that i'll find a good home for it okay um so, I, I forgot what the last thing we talked about but we talked about like like a month ago we said oh let's let's do another podcast and we actually put out some questions, and then I don't say we forgot, but some people got very busy. And uh, I think like the only thing I remember was someone—I I, hope it was a joke—they were like, "What's your favorite Springer Generations toy?" Springer Generations toy? Yeah, someone was like, "Oh, what's your favorite Springer <laughs> Generations toy?" We don't have to answer that. That's the only question. That's the only thing I remember. Does the one? Wasn't there a Power Core Combiner Springer or something like that? There or something was, that was coming out around about that time. There was one thing I remember. Well, one thing I had was Springer that was a repaint of uh, Blades from Universe that came right. with a racket. Yeah. And then, do I even have it? There was the one from Thrilling Thirty. Mm-hmm. But I have Sandstorm. So I like the big bulky wheels. And one where they fix some of the tolerance. I mean, the only bad thing about that Springer toy is there are a couple of. Uh, little tolerance issues with it i think things that don't quite fit together the way they're supposed to that i think the sandstorm will fixed yeah i i did pick up the new one and mine has a really loose knee which is kind of a bummer what's, uh, the, what's the series from the new one is that part of uh siege or siege i think it was in siege it, yeah it was yeah. in siege and it's good i mean if if you want a g1 springer with more articulation the looks like the movie and that's right. the one to get the it, transforming it, it, it looks good it's kind of a pain but it's a triple changer so it's always going to be kind of a pain but i i do think i like the thrilling 31 better not only because i feel like the quality of the paint plastic is a little bit better on that one or it's at least my preference because the newer one is a little I just, I don't like the plastic. I don't like the shade of green on it. It just looks a little cheaper. But uh, I like the style. I mean, you know, I could not care less about Springer, or I should say I couldn't have cared less about Springer until Last Stand of the Wreckers came out. So that's my Springer. I haven't really been searching for figures, but I did order Exhaust or Exhaust <laughs> from Hasbro Pulse. Which for a pre-order, it shipped or it shipped out right away. It shipped out like the next day. So yeah, that's an interesting pre-order. That's an interesting use of the word pre-order. But I'm glad because it kept show, like I saw it showing up online. I thought, oh my god, did it? You know, with certain people, I didn't know where they were, but I didn't know if it came out somewhere in some market and you know, we missed it. But it's just it's just a it's just a figure with like a different head from Wheeljack, and that's it. Yeah, but the Wheeljack the- figure is pretty good. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have the Masterpiece Exhaust, but it's actually, it's a knockoff of the Masterpiece Exhaust. Oh, and, okay. 
it's cool. It's a it's a neat color scheme. It's a neat kind of alternate take on the wheeljack mm-hmm. look. Plus, you want to promote smoking as much as possible. <laughs> right. I've gotten a few things lately. I picked up, uh, what's it called? Cyberverse One Step World. Okay. Which is, I, you know, I usually don't pick up the One Step Changers because it's not my thing, but mm-hmm. it's the only world figure. And it was an important one for me to get because the Cyberverse version of World was designed specifically after the uh, More Than Meets the Eye version of World. Oh, I still haven't seen it, but... So, <laughs> I just happened to run across it. But he's got the chicken... He's got the skinny chicken legs, and he's mm. got the the two blades coming up off his back and the tail. And it looks really good. You know, it's not, not a ton of articulation, but it looks really good. And the transformation's easy, but fun. And the character in Cyberverse was, was fun. Actually keep an eye out and you know if i see it somewhere i i debated picking up slipstream mm-hmm. because it's, it would just be nice to have a slipstream that isn't based based off of skinny leg wind blade frail wind blade you know i'm still kind of holding out hope they've announced a couple of uh figures from the second wave or i guess mm-hmm. the second group of cyberverse deluxes that's going to have Starscream and Soundwave. And I'm hoping that they squeeze in some of the uh, the Ladybots from Cyberverse. Because honestly, I want a Shadow Striker. But I'd be happy to take a, uh, a Slipstream as well. Yeah. Well, you know, one, one piece of news that we were going to jump on a couple weeks ago was mm-hmm. uh, I made the news. The Transformers news. You made the news. <laughs> because... I happened to be shopping at my local Target and Oh, that's found, right. You picked up the first. Go ahead. What was the first? Yeah, it, it was, I was one of the first people to pick up Cyberverse Deluxe RC. And I was certainly the first person to get pictures of it up on the internet. So I, I, I had the honor of putting out the first review of the figure and the first photo set in the wild. I know, I think Peter picked it up the same day. And it apparently, within the next week, it made its way into a lot more hands. So Definitely got to beat Peter to <laughs> telling everybody, because he'll have a 45-minute blog post about it. I'm kidding. He wouldn't. Or would he? It'll, it'll go in the infinity closet. Well, and, and so, yeah, there were some accolades from all the sites who stopped what they were doing and talk about how awesome we are. Because of that, or I imagined it. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I talked to some of the folks. I occasionally get on the Cybertron.com board. So I oh. mentioned it there. And then I mentioned it to, to uh, Dalton Mack on Twitter. And uh, he he said, oh, yeah, somebody's already picked that up. So, oh, yeah, I got TF- the thing on, Cyber, on, on Cybertron. Then TFW2005 picked it up as well. I'm a bad fan. I have not been on these sites for a long time. <laughs> so that was fun. That was fun. Recognition. Uh, we're the coolest people ever. Everyone just stop what we're doing. Another piece of news is uh, TF, TFCon 2021 has been announced. The, the, the later one of the year has been announced mm-hmm. for uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Which is the same thing as DC. 
right? Yeah, about an hour drive. <laughs> an hour drive. <laughs> for me, anyway. Yeah. Well, and depending we were, on traffic. I uh, I had a table for TFCon Chicago set up, and I haven't really I haven't like I'm not rushing to find out, but I I assume that that's transferring over. I probably should check it out. Likely, if the world hasn't ended, we'll be there. I'll be there. So I, you know, it's maybe a separate discussion offline. Is you know, don't expect us to be hopping in a car and driving an hour back and forth. So I might actually have to spring for a hotel. Can you believe the nerve? How dare? Yeah, <laughs> Jesse's backyard or nothing. That should be cool. Provided again, if the world hasn't ended. That's a big if. Yeah. I, you know, the Wizard World is a big, or was a big show until C2E2 had happened. It's slated for August. It's still not technically canceled. I mean, it's August now. I can't imagine anything's going to change. Uh, but I go to Wizard World lately. There, there, there's just no shows right now. So that'll be exciting just to see people risking their lives to meet someone from twilight or something hmm. the other thing i picked up was when my friend's store opened up you know, people started opening up to the public there's a store by me which i think i've mentioned before called quake toys he was he doesn't really do online he doesn't really list his stuff online he does like ebay sales he doesn't like tell his local following about it i stopped by and he had a walmart reissue of soundwave so i picked that up it's tape deck soundwave with buzzsaw with buzzsaw which uh, you know i mean i did pick up a buzzsaw at tfcon dc last year that was like the only thing i got yeah i like having a soundwave in the box i guess um and i was also supporting my local store i think i bought some mini i think uh, what do you call those micro bots mini cons from G1 off of Transformerland a few months ago. Yeah. And I'd say that's pretty much it. So Cyberverse RC and then announced afterwards was this new RC. It was me dropping something. This new RC that's coming out that I think everyone is totally excited about because she folds up and then you just kind of put the, the car cover over her and then she's transformed. I'm starting to feel like Siege Cliff Jumper or Earthrise Cliff Jumper was just Hasbro's way of testing the waters <laughs> for oh. getting everybody used to the idea of, of massive parts forming on some of these figures. Because not only do you have this new RC mm-hmm. who half the car just comes off and then you jam it on the back, but yeah. the new Ironhide, just the entire it's it's essentially just the siege figure. But they uh-huh. gave him a different chest. And then okay. the entire rest of the car is this big shell that can either go on his back and hangs down to his knees, or you can take it off and fold it up into a riot shield. And I'm okay with Cliff Jumper. I'm okay with stuff like that. But that's if if half the car is a removable piece that you have to really take off to have it look right. That, that seems like cheating. Yeah. You know, thankfully there's no constitutional law that says we have to buy every figure that comes out. Right. There's not. 
Oh, oh no. You didn't know that? <laughs> oh boy. I mean, I, I did pick up an Ironhide. And I do like, I do like most of these figures. I like all the figures I picked up. But it's like, I've got a Thrilling 30 RC. I don't need whatever the fold of the, you know, the foldy RC is. Yeah. Just because that she's need, she needs to have, you know, round, shapely lady legs. I did order the Alita One version of it, but I think I'm less wedded to uh, one. I'm less wedded to any sort of traditional look for her because what is Alita One's traditional look? Also, how often do we get Alita One toys? We got one a couple of years ago, which was mm-hmm. the first one, and which wasn't yeah. wasn't really my thing. That's a, that's the other bit about um the combiner bosses is they're pretty much all the same figure uh with with the exception of maybe skylinks and then like different different you know arms and legs speaking of skylinks i'm eagerly awaiting my pre-order for that to be fulfilled because who doesn't love skylinks i don't know he's (laughs) he's pretty great pretty great character just like alpha bravo yep so the other big bit of Transformers news that uh-huh. you might have heard something about is there was a, a, a TV show. A brand new Transformers TV show. Really? Is it, is it, is it um, 1984 and, and therefore the greatest thing ever? Well, they try. They try. <laughs> what are Heavy. you talking about? So have you seen it? I watched an episode and a half. Okay. And then I, I, and then I stopped because I just wanted to stop. <laughs> I binged the whole thing. I got okay. up that morning and watched the whole thing. And yeah, I, I gave some of my thoughts online. But basically, I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought... <sighs> I know the the response and the voice acting is mixed, but I didn't think any of it was bad. I actually, uh, Jake Fauci did Optimus Prime, and he had done the voice of Optimus Prime for the Cyberverse cartoon, and mm-hmm. has been very much doing, you know, a, kind of a Peter Cullen impression. Yeah. And... His delivery in the Cyberverse cartoon was very stilted, but I think that was intentional. Okay. And I, I thought his approach in Siege was much more natural. And yeah, he did talk fairly slowly, but that strikes me as a voice direction issue rather than an issue with his acting. And I actually thought that the best parts of that performance were... When he when he got mad, okay, his angry Optimus voice because it didn't sound like Peter Cullen; it sounded like Jake Fauci. So I I was happy enough with that. I I like you know Jason Marnoka was the best part of the Machinima series, his Megatron, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed hearing him do that again. I really liked Megatron's character arc through it of him going from the freedom fighter with, you know, maybe 
tyrannical leanings to just full on embracing that through the course of the show. Frank Todaro was doing, you know, was very much just doing a G1 Starscream impression, but he's really good at it. Okay. So I'm willing to let that, you know, let that slide. And I thought the rest of the voice cast overall was did a good job. I thought the animation was fine. Would have been nice to maybe have a few more character models, but I guess that's expensive. I'm, I'm like internally disagreeing with you on almost everything. <laughs> Please go ahead. Go ahead. I know that the response to this has been really mixed. It, it, it mixed for sure. It just before it came out, I was seeing reviews, and maybe I'm just imagining that anything that was better than that anything that was like slightly better than the Mishima response is glowing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, what I was saying, if you just let me finish, what I was saying um, was that the early reviews before it came out, people got you know access to it, and because it maybe was different. Then Mishima, I'm mispronouncing the company, I'm sorry. But um, because it was different, uh, you know, because it, was, it wasn't Mishima quality, therefore it was exponentially better. And, you know, ha- having realized maybe a little too late in like kind of fandom that you don't need to watch every single thing of a property you like or whatever, or read every single thing, because uh, you only have so much time in the world remaining. I'm getting very dark there there are certain things that like you kind of look for and like robots in disguise opened up and it was bright and it was funny and the characters were separate and they had personality this one opens up it opens up like with a homage to g1 right off the bat where you know it's, it's bumblebee and wheeljack but this time it's wheeljack he's got a gun to bumblebee basically calling him kid which i guess there's a cybertronian word for kid and and bumblebee's like i'm i'm only watching myself because he you know he's got to be kind of a hardened character and maybe it's just a it's just a hard world but there's like no hope in watching this first episode it's just it's just drab and then you're already you know you're hoping that this is something's going to happen because the animation is just basically cut scenes from video games that's how i feel did you get all that yeah. Okay. So, um, and I made it to the first episode, and I didn't really think the the cliffhanger reveal was that big of a deal. It was just, you know, that they're they're still gonna be talking about the same things, that you know, the all spark and space bridges and things like that. So, I guess, I guess pick something or do something different. You know, I mean. It, it, that that we all know that it's going to go that the third act of this total series is going to go to beast wars is like the most original thing of the series as far as i can tell but you know recognizing my distaste for it is just that i also know that it's it's not for me i just you know I, i shouldn't expect too much out of it because i've seen it before but also, you know, I gotta say, like some of the voice, some of the heavy-handed, overdramatic pauses and uh, in the voices is just it doesn't really come off as, as a good character uh, portrayal, um, for starters. And then there's the animation, which I already said I don't like. And then so I stopped watching it. And I watched a documentary about a guy who ran over his town with a bulldozer, 
and I found that much more entertaining. That's sad. <laughs> so, you know, so we, you know, we, it's only six episodes, but you know, I just, I just, it's not for me. We've talked in the past, but my, I don't have a high threshold for like how good a Transformers piece of fiction has to be for me to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I watched all the Machinima stuff, so that should tell you something sure. right there. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm clearly not the person who's like, well, the PBS, you know, uh, theater hour is where I go for real entertainment. Obviously, since I'm talking about farting robots all the time, I don't have the best taste. I know that's hard for you to believe, but, you know, I, I just, this is one something I didn't have patience for. Yeah, no, it, I thought it was fine. I mean... I think we've we've had a group of much lighter Transformers fare since Prime. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm fine with having, like, I think I went in with tempered expectations. And maybe that helped. You know, after okay. the machinima thing, it's like, anything better than that's going to be fine. And going into it, I knew that it was going to be darker. So, yeah. Maybe, uh, was just like, well, yeah, maybe my expectations were just lower going into it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you were entertained and you were looking forward to the next batch of episodes. Yeah, there's there are definitely a couple of parts of that of the show, some things that were hinted at or not mm-hmm. fully developed that. I know a couple people, I've seen some complaints about it, but this is part one of a trilogy. Yeah. And I would guess that some of the, I don't want to say drop, well, one of them is definitely a dropped plot point that I think almost definitely has to come back uh, later on. And I think some other parts of the show, I don't want to get too deep into spoiler territory for anybody who hasn't seen it, but I I think there's some things that if you watch the show and it's like, well, they could have explained this a bit better. Mm-hmm. I think they're queued up to address those in parts two and three, especially since, you know, if this is being drawn to take full advantage of the toy lines, keep in mind that uh, Earthrise is slated to have a lot of Quintesson stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would not be surprised to see that addressed in some way uh, in the next series. I know well, that's kind of a bit vague, but like I said, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to get to spoilers. Well, you can, you can tell me offline. You can tell me mm-hmm. um, and reenact it for me. And you probably do a better job as far as I'm concerned. Oh, it was me. Burn. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so cynical right now. Well, that's a that's a good portion of. I really don't have anything else to add about um, that TV show. Again, I was more enthralled with the documentary about the guy bulldozing his town, which is not like a happy thing. The movie is called Tread, by the way. So, what else yeah. do we have on the docket? I started Transcendental Meditation. That's right. That's you going said pretty you were, good. You said it was a cult. Do I need to intervene? <laughs> you know, it's funny reading about, you know, my, my wife recommended it for me and I, I did a little bit of looking into it. And there's a lot, huh? there's a lot of bad stuff that people say about it. And there's a lot of good stuff that people say about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is definitely something that is there to make 
money. Yeah. But I, you know, my experience over the past few days with it has been has been very good. Um, right. But 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 are they asking you to buy anything and sell it to people with no profit? They're, and are they're they not? They are not trying to loot me into a pyramid scheme yet. Okay. And and then and then are they asking you to give up your time to do things for them as sort of a way to pay off or earn extra bonus points or something like that? <laughs> no, they are not. Okay. I I imagine it varies from center to center, but this one the the whole like religious background aspect to it, the mm-hmm. fact that of course it was the Maharishi that it's very much pulled from Hindu traditions is just completely not part of that. It's like, you know, we're going to do the ceremony and it, it's not going to mean anything to you. And we do it because we're supposed to do it. So do they, do they just make it up. He may have made the whole thing up. I don't know. I, I doubt it. It seemed very in line with what I've seen in like, you know, Catholic tradition and some Jewish traditions in terms of ceremony. And it was only like the intro part of the course, and the rest of it has been much more focused on, you know, kind of more traditional non-religious meditation techniques. Uh, okay. So it's been, and, and, and it also... I was going to say, I was just making a joke about, you know, coming in and, you know, basically acting like a scam artist to get you to, you know, yeah, give me yeah, they, board so you could, you could, you know, I could pretend to uh, try and the, cure whatever the is course, ailing you. The course has cost enough money. <laughs> so okay. they, they've All already right. got, they've already got enough. For you got your money. Um, right. but, uh, oh, you know, we can talk. Oh, wait, no, we, let's, let's, let's stay on topic because oh, I, yeah. I just grabbed you know, something me. All I was gonna I was gonna just wrap up by saying, you know, there's there's the whole like scientific angle that they have, mm-hmm. saying we've done studies that show blah 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 blah, which mm-hmm. is you know really very questionable. Um, and and this one at least they play that up a little more than the religious side of it. But it seems like something that depending on your inclination, you could move one way or the other to make your audience more comfortable with it. But bottom line, it's uh, it's been good. I've, I've been doing some meditations and they've been fine. I've, so, and, and been you know, uh, so I don't, I, uh, you know, to poke and prod, it's none, of, it's none of my business, even though I make it my business because that's who I am. But like, you know, in privately or whatever, I, uh, I'll say that I've, I've had to seek out you froze. Yeah, I can see now. You, you said seek out, and then there was a, a pause. Right. So what I was saying was like, and without going into details and poking and prodding and what have you, and jokes, jokes aside, you know, I've I've sought out, I've had recommended things, uh, and seeking out professionals, and that may or may not include medication. And there's always a reluctance to a lot of people because it's seen as like maybe a little too intrusive into your into your lifestyle or, you know, that recognizing that or that you don't want or that you don't want to recognize that there's an issue behind the scenes. But I will say that uh, Zoloft is great <laughs> and, and leave it at that. Anyway, 
but I hope I hope it's something that does work for you in the sense of you know uh, these times are terrible and I'm so stressed out ah now I'm gonna go to this place and hopefully they don't recruit me to their cult and then I'm like you know waiting for a comet to pass by. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 doing like a four day course and then I'm pretty much on my own. So oh, there you go. In in the sense that I'm not going to be just going back all the time. You know, they get you on, they get you to figure out what you're supposed to do, and then mm-hmm. you're on That's your way. How they get you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But but it's all been right, good. Yeah, just it, let it, me know if I need to break into a compound and rescue you. I I think I'm fine. <laughs> all right but that's Every, everyone, everyone who knows everyone who's listening who knows us knows that like most likely my my concern is my own selfish i can't lose this person i'm trying to mooch off of you know <laughs> so what i was what i was interrupting with was um the, the other bit of transformers news is that the card game has been, uh, has, been um, has ended or will be ending after whatever the next wave is if i'm not mistaken did you play the card game I did a couple of times, but mostly just with my kids. Yeah. I got, I, I won some cards off uh, P.O. Uh, during oh, one of his little yeah, giveaways. Yeah. yeah, I got the Insecticon set. So I, I got the Metroplex set that I never even opened. <laughs> wow. You know, I've still got them. I've still got my kids to play with if they want to do that, although I think they're more mm-hmm. interested in Pokemon cards. Pokemon. They, that'll catch on, whatever. But I can't imagine that among the fandom, people are going to stop playing because that was kind of a big thing at the last couple conventions. Mm-hmm. Was people were setting up, uh, tables you know, and space, yeah, yeah good... tables to play play the game, and it's still oh, there. It's kind of it's 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 hard to be casual about that game because every series seems to have an upgrade that kind of nixes the previous series or especially the beginning series um unless you're really clever or you're paying attention to all the rules which i'm not and when i do play it i pretty much play with eric mm-hmm. and he has to remind me and I, like for somebody who um keeps forgetting everything about the game my, my win loss ratio is not bad so <laughs> but then close to 50 50 is 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 a pretty good you know uh, indicator that the game is still fun yeah yeah so um i don't know i mean i don't know if that means that like i'll miss it once it's all over and it dries up or whatever but i do like the cards i do like the character cards i like the concept of it will there be a transformers like role-playing game mmorpg or whatever it's called for a computer or for like D style don't know that'd be cool sometimes someday They've got the new uh, video game coming out that's uh, that honestly looks like it's a tactical turn-based RPG thing, one of those like Advance Wars, Fire Emblem type Earth? things. Uh, but yeah, really there we have Earth Wars though, right? I mean, yeah, but this one is the difference is a that it's coming out on consoles. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that means it's going to be any better, and B, yeah. I think it's based on the Cyberverse design. Which, you know, does that mean that Cyberverse is also, isn't Cyberverse like wrapping up as well? The uh, show's done. I honestly have no idea. I, I The distribution on it was really weird because it like all came out in the UK months ago. Right. And they've been putting the episodes on YouTube every week. Mm-hmm. 
So I've kind of been rewatching some of them there and I've been watching some of them with my kids and it hasn't wrapped up there yet. So I don't know where it is in terms of like having aired in the United States, but the show's mm-hmm. done, you know, it's, it's finished. Although they're, they're coming out with another wave of toys. So it's still so got some weird. degree of life it's, to it. See, that's the other thing about like keeping up with the toys and like the merch or whatever is that, it, it, it's it's it it just hasn't seemed to be in step with each other for a while. I get that toys take a while to be manufactured, but you would think a TV show also takes a while to be manufactured. I don't know, but I I would I would I would you know I mean we had we had a G1 game and that was devastation. Yeah. Which you you can't even find now. You can't even buy online. Which is a shame because that was a great game. Yeah. All right. What else yeah. is going? And are you, what else is going on in our shared universe? Uh, That's right. I'm calling it a shared, a shared universe. I gave Beachcomber a little mask okay. for the strips. I don't know. I, I pointed that out at some point, but I he's the only member of the cafe that doesn't have a mask. So I figured I needed to do something for that. So I cut out a little piece of... Uh, cardstock paper and just kind of wedged it in around his face so now he has a mask i I mean the big news has been the tv show new toys yay more toys coming out must always keep toys going i'm you know i don't know if you i don't know if you saw that thing about idw and they suspended their new publisher like after a day yeah that's not good it, 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 to me, it's not really worth like looking up and seeing what the real issue might like, because that company uh, and I love the IDW books. I have to preface this with it, but that company is just seem like it's been in so much financial trouble for a long time, and seems to hemorrhage money every 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 financial report they share. It Bleeding Cool is not the best source, even if they think they're the TMZ of comics, but they had a they had a thing where he they talked about this guy and i guess he had owned or worked at various comic stores and had stiffed a lot of places in selling books and trying to distribute books and what have you so a lot of retailers and even someone at diamond like people who work at diamond are very wary of the guy that's probably why they probably like made the announcement and said that he was their new publisher and like over the weekend they probably had a conversation with diamond who were like we don't trust this guy so i don't know um you'd have to Again, brave reading through Bleeding Cool to see that, like, the only tidbit I could find. But again, I'm also not researching it because I'm sure maybe Chris Royale will come back. Or maybe they'll promote John Barber, who is on such an upward trajectory at that company. Yeah. Don't know. I would really hate for that company to stop doing things because they carry uh, Top Shelf, aside from our beloved property books. Um, they do have a lot of independent books and, you know, I mean, thank, thankfully some of our favorite Transformers creators have worked on, you know, had their books published through them. You know so, what? Speaking of which, The Kill Walk just wrapped up. Livio Raymondelli. Did that come uh, out this week? It came out this past week, the final issue, which I hope it's the final issue for now because yeah. the ending set up quite an interesting potential follow-up story. Don't, don't, I'm, 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 I'm waiting to get the last issue before I read the whole thing. So Okay. Well, I'll yeah. leave it No at that. spoilers, man. 
No spoilers. <laughs> if the robot's sitting there and it turns into a sled that says Rosebud, I don't want to know about it. And I think that's probably one of the last books that Tom Long worked on doing letters for, since I think he's kind of backed away from comic work. I tried reading, I didn't even try reading about Dynamite comics, the, the brouhaha going on with them and their publisher, and, you know, it's, their books were never that good. <laughs> So it, 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 it sucks when some of these companies have to exist strictly on like multiple covers to sell their books. He says after after discussing Transformers, <laughs> they published the boys after the boys got dropped, and even then it seemed like they were you know they didn't have that lead artist, the guy who created the book with Garth Ennis, Derek Robertson. They didn't even have him do the book after a while, which I thought was really awful it was his own book so that always bugged me i don't know i don't know why people are such, are such trash goblins these days you know it's maybe one of those things where a lot of these people always have been and it just yeah. never really came out and now yeah. when we're in a time of you know stress mm-hmm. all of a sudden that all starts coming out oh we can't pay our people and then people are like oh will you never pay us or why is this guy getting work? Or why are you promoting this person who, you know, screwed over your distributor or, or whatever the reason, you know, reason was. I'm glad that, like, I stick to mostly indies and, like, graphic novels at this point. Because there's really not much I want to check out by anybody mainstream or, you know, related to a property or whatever. This is the part of the podcast where I'm just kind of like, <laughs> well, I do, I, do think, I, I think we've exhausted the uh, amount of conversation we can have that's on point with respect to robots and coffee. Yeah, I mean, considering like it just seems like if you, if you, if you follow us online, this is probably the most that you and I talk about things that we don't do ourselves. Having an opinion and, and you and on, on um, War for Cybertron is the first time I had to like express an opinion about that kind of media in a lot. Yeah. And and then the other thing we got to talk about is of course why my internet sucks. <laughs> Everybody's internet um, sucks now. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what did we did we, what did we what did we talk about last time? We talked we talked about um, how this is driving us. Cra- I'm only going a little crazy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely going crazy. I, I had I, I had thoughts about going places, and then like the places that where I went it, or where I wanted to go, it's like, hey, we're issuing a travel warning. You can't go across state lines, and that sucks. And I'm sure you can go across state lines, but it's like you probably can't go and mingle with the dummies in an area where they're not taking everything seriously. So everything else going on in the world just becomes super serious. Because there are seriously bad things happening. Um, and again, my biggest, like the most fun viewing event I had was watching the bulldozer story. <laughs> you know, oh, I, I mean, I, I was like, hey, I like Knives Out. And I had friends who were like, really? I didn't like that movie at all. I'm like, I loved it. And I had one I friend who was like, see that. I had a friend who was like, that's just the one where they just talk, 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 even just talking about the twist. There's no twist. They're just talking. They said, that is the twist. It's a silent movie. Boom. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, I'm going to have copies of Robots with Coffee number two. 
which is just more strips from more inking bot at the end of the week. So hopefully those Excellent. look okay, and I don't have to I don't have to burn them. And then I'm gonna think about um, ways to put them on on sale online because I can't bring them to a comic show or, or any comic shops. Um, but it's, it's just gags. So are you are you cracking walnuts? I am opening up uh, Earthrise Snapdragon. They just like arrive in your apartment, your house. <laughs> I picked them up earlier today. Okay. He's I'll wait. Out to me. I want to just crack them open real quick. Okay. Out of the box. So I'm for so anyone I'm, listening, I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting. So anyone listening, um, that was the popcorn I was making. Hold, hold the toy up to the microphone, would you? <laughs> Let the people at home see it. Here, here. Well, is he a is he a retool? What, what's the, what's what's the uh, well? I, I got eight face today too in the mail, and uh-huh. so I haven't looked at him. But I think it's an original mold. So you've yeah, got I robots coffee number two, two, and then yeah, I guess um, I guess I have time now to think about what I want to do for the show next year. We'll see. And drawing has also been like I just want you know I just don't have the energy when I fi- when I finally it's like when I finally do feel like drawing. I like look at the blank piece of paper in front of me. I was like, I don't have any ideas. I got nothing. You know, I got to really re reinvigorate myself on that level. Um, but you know, I'm always looking to hear from people. So, you know, if you got any, I, you know, I'll say ideas, but if you, uh, what's, what's on your mind, how are you doing? What's exciting you during this quarantine that we can discuss on a PG or PG 13 level? <laughs> Uh, so you can write to it. I don't know. I don't, you have anything else to add? What, what, what are you into right now? You know, that's it's it's a lot of the same. I've been struggling with. Uh, hey, God, this past week was just hard. I mean, that's why I started doing transcendental meditation. It's it's hard. It's a it's a hard time. It's hard to be creative. It's hard to not be panicking all the time. It's uh-huh. hard to just kind of sit back and relax because there's this yeah. ever present background level of stress that's going on and there's no end in sight to it and and it's hard yeah so you know we're all we're all just trying to get by Mm -hmm. you know and we you know we're all just trying to get by as best we can i don't have any great wisdom to impart Aside from saying, oh, I was really hoping that you would, because I was gonna make like mouse mouse pads with your sayings and open up an Etsy shop. Oh, I can't do that. That's right. Uh, the one one thing I will say is things are bad now, but in uh-huh. a few months it's gonna get cold, and then those face masks are gonna be very comfortable. You'll have a nice warm nose in the in the brutal Chicago winter. And maybe we'll have a new president. I wish I had comeback. Oh God! Uh, I wish I had something to think about. Like, I, I, I can't even remember what, what winter is like. I can't remember what, what normal is like. That's how bad it is. That's what. It's, that's how bad it is. Um, what do I? Uh, what do I have coming up? I'm just trying to figure out. If you go to robots.coffee.com, um, I have slowed up the. Uh, yeah, I tried. To, I tried putting in something new every weekday. And for a couple months, I had that going. I'll take a week off here or there. But like for June and July, I didn't really have much on there. So maybe like three days a week as opposed to five days a week. 
So do keep tuning in, though. Do keep watching us. I wish I had something to um, add. I do want to come on. I do want to come on more often. But like the, the whole reason why we don't do this too often is because we don't really have much to say, uh, and people don't want to hear you know us talk about things that only interest each other. You know, <laughs> outside of their quote unquote fandom or you know whatever, asking you how your kids are doing, and and what have you. It's pretty boring for for readers and for listeners. Not for me. Maybe maybe for me, maybe your kids maybe your kids need to become more interesting. Yeah, they're not pulling their weight. Oh God, it's <laughs> terrible, terrible! I tell you, God, I can't even go to the beach. But I'm so crabby. Um, did we talk about mystery science theater last time? Uh, I think we did. Uh, at least talking about that, we've been watching it a bit. Yeah, if you had a favorite that you've watched that was like, wow, I didn't realize that movies could be so bad. You know, I haven't been able to make it on as frequently mm. because of all the stuff going on with the family. Um, <laughs> the one with the bees. The deadly bees. The deadly that bees. Was, was... Struck, that is That one is still, I mean, we have the chat thing going during those episodes mm-hmm. still, and deadly bees still has a lot of pull. Still has a, It still resonates with a lot of us. I, I enjoyed piece. Deadly Bees quite a bit. <laughs> what, 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 what did you enjoy most about it? Was it the drab colors? Just the sheer lack of sense in <laughs> every the, aspect of that of that the movie. Blunt, the blunt colorways. Oh, okay. whoops! I should have. That's her boss. Nah. <laughs> That's the robot with coffee boss. More back, back to work. Get back to work. Uh, I wish I had something oh. like to recommend. Oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it was you. You were behind the bees this whole time. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I wish I had something to recommend um, outside of the bulldozer movie. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you do, do check out Knives Out, and then uh, trying to think of some albums. Um, Mastodon has a Mastodon has a B sides album coming out. If you like Mastodon, that should be good. And then Local H had a new album out. If you like Local H, it's really good. I hadn't thought about Local H in years. I'm local to me, so, you know. I'm glad that they're still putting stuff out. Mm -hmm. I've been listening listening to uh, a Sirius uh, XM and their uh, Lithium channel, which is 90s alternative and grunge. So that's been kind of a, a walk through the past with all of the oh. stuff that even if it wasn't stuff that I was a fan of, it's what I, you know, what was on the radio when I was in high school. So sure. And local age has been a fixture of that. I remember the first time I visited you, I thought like how odd it was that you and I had so many of the same CDs. <laughs> I've been listening to Guar a lot lately. Mm-hmm. So, and I've been watching a bunch of their, like, they've been doing, they, they did a bunch of, like, live videos, uh, just because... You're back. Okay, well, I was saying, I've listened to Guar a lot, because they're, like, the ultimate cathartic rock band, and I really needed their nonsense lately. And I actually ordered their coffee, I actually ordered the Guar Espresso, which, uh, I don't know if that's the flavor or whatever, but it is a strong, dark roast, and so you really gotta dilute that with water, you know, it's really... You just can't scoop it in for like uh, you would usually do. It actually kind of knocked me out. Um, so I'll have to have a, yeah. 
Didn't think it was going to be an actual espresso, but apparently it is. Surprise. I usually don't drink dark roast, but I want to try it out because it was guar coffee. So, right. Anyway, I'll let you know if it gets better. It's been super quiet. I've been playing yeah. Minecraft uh, Dungeons with uh, the kids and the wife, which okay. is kind of like uh, Diablo. Uh, okay. But Minecraft. All right. So that's uh, been fun. Yeah, I picked up Skyrim. I pretty much ported all my PS3 games to PS4. Um, at this point, I'm starting to miss Zelda Breath of the Wild, so I might have to, uh, you know, take it back from my nephew and be like, just, if you're not going to play it, give it back, and your middle-aged <laughs> uncle gets to play it. So I was just going to leave it at that. I do know, you know, I do want us to pop up more and do more things, but I just got to figure out how we can do that. Um, but in the, in the meantime, on the social medias, you're killing it with your comics. I know you took a break for like a week or so, but you, you, you got it back with, um, weekend at primes. And so that's, it's that's the, at, the only reason I bought that. The only reason <laughs> that toy <laughs> was for that comic. You gotta report that on, can you report that on your taxes? That that's, that was just genius. Um, <laughs> RWC is that RWC Jesse on Twitter. And is it still RWC Jesse on Instagram? Yes, I believe so. Should be a better friend to know that. And of course, I'm Robot W Coffee on Twitter, Robots with Coffee on Instagram, Facebook.com slash Robots with Coffee. And of course, there's RobotsWithCoffee.com. You can also email me, RobotsWithCoffee at gmail.com. And there you go. And I'll, you know, we'll be mentioning on the social medias about getting the book, uh, the second issue, if you want to order it. And um, if we do more stuff, I'll tell you about it. So there you go. Anything else you want to add? I think I'm good. I think this was brought on because we had, uh, you know, I had a pretty negative opinion of a, of a cartoon, but I want to talk to you because I miss you so much. So I'm glad that we had this chance together. Hopefully it will be under better circumstances when they put out a better cartoon and we can have a deeper discussion about that. <laughs> And maybe someday this pandemic will. And maybe the pandemic. Okay. <laughs> All right, people. Well, thank you for tuning in, and we'll talk to you later. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.